Welcome back, also patient listeners. On this show, it's going to be Connor and me, and we're going to be talking Volcano Bay, Sapphire Falls, uh, the new and uh, rumored uh, 600 room hotel that may be built. A little bit about Toothsome Chocolate Emporium, not factory. And last, maybe about a a third, and some say fourth gate. Don't forget water also. Water? Oh, okay. (laughs) You've already forgotten that. I asked him to remind me of something, and I already forgot. All right, we'll be right back. This is Show 368 for the week of July 17th, 2016. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Guys, uh, we're going to start off talking to you about uh, something that just opened. That's uh, Lowe's Sapphire Falls. It opened on July the 14th, and it opened to two-hour wait inside of the lobby. And good and bad reviews of all kinds. Uh, I just want to start out by saying, everyone, if you're going to something like this, you all know uh, that it's tough for the uh, staff and stuff when you're opening something brand new. So if you're going to something like this and you want to be the first in line, be prepared for waits. And so I just ask everybody to please show grace to the uh, poor staff that are involved in something like this. Uh, As we all know, it's tough to be great on your job from day one. And most of the time for a lot of us, it takes a couple months, maybe even longer before you become uh, really good at what you're doing. So uh, let's just show grace to everyone. And let's just go there and let's try to have a good time. Uh, a little bit on Sapphire Falls is um, that, uh, let's see here, some of the stuff that's in it. This is in case you don't want to look it up yourself. You will get a mini fridge. You will get a, a single cup coffee maker. That's important because a lot of people that are staying uh, on Disney property in the value resorts, you do not get a coffee maker. So that's the reason why I thought I would go ahead and uh, throw that in there. Uh, let's see here. The um, the restroom and the vanities are separate, like they do over at um, uh, Cabana, and so that makes it easy for somebody to be taking a shower, somebody to be going to the restroom, and somebody to be uh, brushing teeth, doing whatever, all at the same time. So anyway, uh, that's actually something that's great. Now, uh, Sapphire Falls offers three kinds of standard rooms. The first is standard view room. It's 321 square feet, two queen beds. Uh, and that's it. Lagoon view room. This is what we're going to be in. So you'll see a video of this room after we get back. And that's going to be in September. Um, same thing, 321 uh, square foot room. You have a view of course of the lagoon, as it says, 
I'm still trying to figure out exactly what the lagoon is, but I think I know. Now, you have the option here of two queen beds uh, or one king bed with a pull-out sofa. Separate bath and vanity areas and the latest modern conveniences. La, 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 la. Uh, it is, there also, yeah, is a safe in the room in case you wanted to know. Uh, let's see here. Pool view rooms. The tranquil view from this spacious room is blah, 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 blah. And it's 321 square foot. Here's what I noticed. I, I saw a video that somebody took from their pool view room. If you like the noise of the pool, then you'll like this room. But if you don't want to hear that thump, 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 and you're somebody who maybe sleeps, takes a nap in the middle of the day, you probably don't want to pick this room. You want to pick a lagoon or a standard view just to stay away from the noise. Uh, okay. Uh, maximum, maximum occupancy per guest in a room. Two queen rooms, up to five guests. Rollerway rental needed for the fifth person. Uh, king room, up to four guests. I guess that'd be two on the couch and two in the king-size bed. So that's a little bit about that. Um, they do have a huge, huge pool. In fact, it's considered to be the, the largest pool on property. I think it's 16,000 square feet pool. Could be wrong. I might sound like a complete idiot there, but I believe that's the size. It does have a water slide in that pool. It does not, from what I can see so far, it does not have a um, lazy river. If you want that, go on over to Cabana. So remember, though, please, when you go to book this, this place is going to be busy. So book uh, book out ahead. Don't wait until the last minute, as I've learned. And get an AP, an annual pass, guys. Uh, if you're going to property, you'll get the cost back. If you're staying really two days, you'll, two to three days, you'll get the cost back of your annual pass uh, just by the savings that you'll get on the room. If you want to see what that savings is, you can go to any site for any on-property or on-site uh, hotel on Universal Property. You uh, bring up the kind of room you want, whatever it is that you're looking for at any one of the properties. Down below, you'll see a box that says code. In that box, put APH, annual pass holder, APH, and click search, and it will come up with the annual pass holder's rate. If you want to see what the difference in that rate is, take out the APH, click search again, and you'll see what the difference in the rate is. What I've noticed is it can be anywhere from, let's say, 30 to close to $100 per night, per day, in each room. So uh, that's just something I wanted to throw out there for you. There's As also I, um, there's also ahead. a breakdown on the site where um, when you go, you can order your annual pass online. And if you go to that, um, I don't know the exact link to it, but um, if you go to that, it shows you an exact breakdown of how long each annual pass would take to pay itself off. I believe that the power pass is one day and the preferred pass is two maybe days. Two. Yeah, and then I think that the premier pass. I think it was is, like three point um, five. It, no, it's uh, two point five, I believe. Oh, two point five. Okay. Yeah, none of them go over two days. Okay. And remember, I mean, honestly, the more expensive place you're planning on staying in, the uh, larger discount you'll get. Your discounts too with the preferred and premium passes. You'll also get food and merchandise discounts where you do not get that with the power pass. But the power pass is much cheaper. Power pass does have also blackout dates. So um, if you're looking to go during the summer or during the busy times of the year, holidays, Christmas, stuff like that, you could be blacked out. So you might want to uh, opt for the uh, more expensive pass. So just keep that in mind. Run the numbers and look to see, okay, against the cost of the pass, am I going to get the money back? And you'll see what I mean. Okay. 
enough about that. Let's throw something in here, too, before I move on to Volcano Bay. Before I forget, and this is what Connor uh, alluded to in the beginning. And that was, if you're looking for free water in the parks, you used to be able to get it from the freestyle machines. A lot of people are upset now because you can no longer get it from the freestyle machines. But you can get it from any counter service location. They'll they'll give you free water. They'll fill your bottle. They'll do things like that. And actually, you can still get water from the freestyle machines. It's just not the free water. You can oh. buy Dasani bottled water. Okay. Now, the reason why they did this isn't because they're cheapskates, which I, I even started to jump to that at first of thinking, oh, are they starting to you know, pinch for that penny and everything they can make? It was not that. What was happening, if any of you have gone to the freestyle machines, you kind of are lined up and waiting for the person in front of you to get their cup filled. Most of the time, they're refillable cup. They're, they're filling that, which they've paid for, sometimes uh, 14 bucks a day even, it could be. These people were waiting in line behind people that were just getting free water, and it's not right. When I've paid for a cup, I shouldn't be waiting 15 minutes behind people who are just getting free water and filling their bottles. So I, I think that's perfectly understandable, and I am somebody who fills a free bottle uh, a, a bottle with free water in the park. So that includes me. I'm not somebody who is buying freestyle cups and I don't drink, drink soda. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't even, uh, serve me to buy something like that. The main concern that I saw on it that, uh, everybody seemed to have was that they were concerned that, uh, the heat could affect people since they don't just have freestyle machines to be able to go up to now and get free water and actually, uh, universal kind of, uh, I don't want to know, I don't really know how to say this, like alleviated that fear. Um, this past week, I want to say, it got to around 100 degrees outside and they actually had cast members, not cast members, team members um, out in the uh, park passing out bottles of water from carts and it was free. Yep, there you go. So they are, they are tr- uh, trying to actually, in my opinion, they're actually trying to help where they don't really need to, but they're still doing it anyway, so... Um, yeah, so that's kind of what's going on there. I did want to get that out there. Something else now, before I go on to Volcano Bay, something else I forgot to put into my notes and I don't see how I forgot this, but I did Kong, uh, reign of Kong skull Island is now out of soft opening and is into full on opening to everybody who comes into the parks. They did soft opening, which means they were up and down during certain times of the day for several weeks. It seemed like two or three weeks. Uh, and now they are in full-on opening. So uh, wait times that I've been seeing is around 50 to 70 minutes. But remember, this is during a real busy time, too. This is during the summer months. So, um, yeah, get in there and rope drop it. And if you want to get there, get into the ride quicker uh, or plan on making the wait or try to get there during a slower time of the year. So that's kind of what's going on. Or stay at a more expensive resort and you can get your free express pass. Uh, that's if you stay at Hard Rock or Portofino uh, or Royal Pacific, you could get a uh, you get a free free uh, pass there, express pass, and so then you can use that to get onto rides. If you do have a, I'm going to go back quickly here and add something to the annual pass holders. If you have a premium annual pass, you can get free express pass after four o'clock each day. So anyway, I know I'm all over the map again. Uh, I'm just trying to throw these things in. Get in there and ride Kong. I think it looks fantastic. It does have screen technology. So if you are uh, kind of, um, oh, what is it I want to say? 
susceptible to motion sickness. I am. I'm one of those people. I just close my eyes during those points. Sorry. That's what I do. Or take Dramamine. I've heard that Dramamine or whatever motion sickness patch or whatever you might use uh, works very well for those different rides. Never thought about that myself, if you want to know the truth. I went on Forbidden Journey. makes me kind of queasy to do that. And I never thought about taking motion sickness uh, medicine. So anyway, maybe I'll, I'll think about that next time around. Anything to offer, Connor? Um, No, not really. Okay. We are moving on to Volcano Bay. So let me start off by saying Volcano Bay will be opening. Right now the date is they're saying June 1st, 2017. I expect to see it open earlier than that because Wet and Wild will no longer be open at that point. And so they don't have a water park offering. And so why not open it a little sooner? We'll see. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Uh, it all depends. I know that things are hot well before June 1st in Orlando. So if they want to get the attention of people, they may open this thing a little earlier. So they are at this point calling Volcano Bay their fourth theme park. I mean, I'm sorry, their third gate or third theme park. So that's why I alluded to the uh, maybe some people call it the fourth if they open another uh, park on their new their new property. Uh, okay, so it's currently being constructed. It's actually very close to the new towers that they're going to be building. Another thing I forgot to put in my notes, they were building new two new towers to the equivalent of 400 rooms at Cabana Bay. These towers from some of the renderings that I saw are going to be round. And they reminded me of maybe some of the old rooms, old hotels in Vegas from that time period. So they these towers are probably the rooms in there will be a little more expensive because you'll have a perfect view of Volcano Bay from some of the rooms in them. So keep that in mind. Speaking of hotels, um, we haven't mentioned either the uh, new hotel that's being built that Universal announced. Yeah, yeah, we? yeah, we'll bring that up here in a minute. Okay. Sorry, this is what happens when Fort Connor comes into a show with me and I end up all over the, the map. So, all right. So anyway, remember, if you want to get that uh, new, that great view of Volcano Bay and be close to it, Cabana is your place. And so uh, you can uh, check into one of the new towers, pay a little more money, and you can look at the, what is the gorgeousness of Volcano, uh, of Volcano Bay at night. And it'll be very close to you if you want to go over and hit parks. And to do that, they're going to be selling a three-park explorer pass, or I'm sure there'll be an addition to the uh, uh, annual pass. Okay, guys, I'm actually going to go on now with the Volcano Bay stuff. I'm just trying to fit in whatever I can here before I forget it. All right, Volcano Bay is going to be uh, going to have four lands in it. And uh, the main part, the main land in it, will be called uh, Krakatoa. It's Okay, Volcano Bay is currently being constructed on approximately 53 acres. If you want to get an idea of size, um, Diagon Alley is on 22 acres, 22 to 23 acres. So it's twice the size of the uh, close to twice the size of Diagon Alley, which is pretty big, I think, for a water park, uh, especially with the way they use space there. I think it's going to be nice. Uh, it will have a wave pool. It will have a lazy river. Uh, it also, though, have four lands in it. First land is Krakatoa. Uh, the area, uh, this area located in the park's signature volcano will also include a first-of-its-kind slide attraction with details to be revealed at a later date. So people are trying now through video and stuff to see the slide running through the mountain as they construct the mountain. And you can see that if you look at some construction videos. Uh, the next one is Ko-Okuria. Okuri, Ko-Okuri. 
body plunge. A near vertical 70-degree drop speed slide with a trap door starts the passes through the Krakatoa volcano. Falling 125 feet, the slide will also pass through one of the pool attractions at the base of the volcano. So this is described to as a uh, world's first feature. So it sounds a little freaky when you're talking about, first of all, you'll stand on a door. I don't know if anybody's ever seen this. A lot of water parks have it. You stand up on a door, and the door then falls out from underneath of you, and you fall down into the slide. Does this sound horrendous to you, Connor? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. that, that sounds horrible. So, okay, next one is Kala and Tawanui Serpentine Body Slides. A pair of body slides with trapdoor starts once again. Please, horribly, help me. Okay, Punga Racers. A four-lane racing slide using mats resemble manta rays. Okay, now we're on to the next land, Wave Village. Wave Village is designed for sunbathing and relaxation and includes one- and two-story cabanas that can be rented by visitors. The cabana thing is interesting, and I've heard a lot of people say, why would you need a two-story cabana since it's supposed to be just a small space that you relax beside the beach or beside the pool or wherever it is, a body of water you need to you know, be next to? But I guess if you have a large party or it's a corporate event or something like that, the two-story cabanas might serve there. I yeah, I I for me, I don't spend a lot of time by the pool. So uh, okay, Wave Village will have the uh, feature of the Watori Beach, the park's main wave pool, and the reef, a calmer pool with fewer waves. Then you go into River Village. River Village area contains attractions for families and for young visitors. Uh, the Capico Y Winding River, a lazy river that passes through Krakatoa. With decorated caves and random special effects. I've heard about lighted effects and stuff here. Tot Tiki Reef. A play area designed for toddlers. Ranamuka Reef. Three stories tall. A water fortress with its own slides. Small slides. Hona. One of two slides with multi-passenger rafts. Ika Moana. A second multi-passenger raft slide. This sound awesome. Rainforest Village. The final section of the park contains a large number of thrill slides, including body slides and raft slides, ridden with multiple riders. Maku. Another multi-passenger raft slide described as the first of its kind in North America with three high-banked curves. I think I've seen a video of this. Have you seen the video for this, Connor? No. Okay, there is a video out there. It's, of course, a rendered video, but it does show you what this will look like. This one is, I think it's Puhi. It's P-U-I-H-I. Multi-passenger raft drops. Rafts drop into pitch dark chambers, then a funnel, and a final drop. More fun to be had. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah. And oh no, drop slides. Body slides with tall drops and splash pools. It's entertaining hearing you try to come up with these. It, how yes, I know. This is like me trying to come up with. Uh, like uh, Mexican food names, and Cameron laughing at me the whole time. Hewa, the fearless river, a raft ride simulating water wide raft, water, white water rafting. Woof. Okay, <laughs> Tanawa tubes for raft slides, ridden solo or in pairs, and the Puka Uli Lagoon, a pool intended for relaxation. That is everything that they're going to offer that we know of right now. That they put out there. I think this place sounds really nice. Connor said even obviously. Uh, he's not really looking to jump into pools. And go crazy. 
but he said that the just the look of the place looks pretty amazing. Correct, Connor? Yeah. Yeah, of course, I you know, won't be going down slides or anything given the wheelchair. I don't know how great that would be. <laughs> no, that probably but, uh, might be yeah. a little harrowing for you. But I'm still willing to go and check it out. It sounds like it would still be neat just to even be able to walk around in it. Okay. So that is Volcano Bay. That'll be open. I would really start selling everybody look around probably April to May next year. We'll see if they get it opened earlier. They are working feverishly on it. So, uh, okay. To some chocolate emporium and savory feast kitchen. So this is uh, used to be called when it first was released the Tucson Chocolate Factory, uh, but now it has been rethemed. This is coming along. It's actually over in City Walk. It's where the uh, I believe NBA used to be. The place looks amazing. Uh, there are pictures out there now that you can find online, and it looks just like the original picture for the story that came out. I'll stick a picture up there. I believe that picture that I'll put up there was taken by Seth Kaversky, who you've heard on our Universal show before. Uh, so I wanted to give him some credit, but I believe he is the one who took the picture that I'll be putting up. Uh, let's see here. I'll go over it again just in case anybody needed a little bit of reminder. This is a, a place done in steampunk fashion. 19th century inspired steampunk chocolate factory. Uh, let's see here. It'll also, of course, you know, have the, the, the restaurant there with it. Uh, I don't want to go through all this because we've read a lot of it before. They do have milkshakes. They are going to have uh, many different foods, including steak and chicken and pasta, and the, your standard type of uh, restaurant food. Menus will come out, I'm sure, here pretty soon for this. Uh, they did just release something to where they're uh, hiring now for it, officially hiring, which means that training is probably going to begin here pretty soon. Because I think it's been about a month since I saw that come out. The, uh, the tw they actually tweeted, I think. Uh, thing looking for people to work there. So uh, anyway, I expect to I expect to see this place open. I'm hoping in September when we get there, that would be great. If not, uh, we're really trying to plan on making it to uh, Harry Potter celebration. So uh, uh, if worse comes to worse, we will. Uh, you know, we should talk about that too before the show's over. Harry Potter celebration and what right. what we can throw in there on it. And some other stuff. So I'll keep bringing, I'll bring Connor into this more and I'll quit gabbing at some point. Okay. First, next, I want to go on to uh, details have emerged for uh, another Universal Orlando planned hotel. I just want to tell you right now, even with the addition of Sapphire Falls right now, they have uh, the availability of 5,200 rooms on site. Just as an example, Diagon Alley itself holds 8,000 people. And so, Right now, they don't even have enough occupancy in rooms just to hold the people that would go into uh, Diagon Alley. So that tells you they can add a lot more rooms here without any problem. Uh, so this room, this hotel, well, they're planning a 600-room hotel that will sit on 5.87 acres of land just south of another of its hotel properties. That hotel property, I believe, is it's going to sit beside, uh, I think it's Sapphire Falls. It'll sit close to there. Right now, it's dubbed the Project 927. It's going to, let's see here, it consists of 600 hotel rooms within one new tower connected to a new parking garage to be constructed south of Sapphire Falls Resort. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to see anything else that might be in here. They filed the trademark for it. Oh, trademark name, Aventura Hotel. Uh, and that means Aventura. Uh, means adventure so we'll see 
what they're going to do with this. I've heard rumors from uh, they're going to create a hotel that looks like, um, oh, what's the land called where um, Poseidon's Fury is at? I Okay, I can't remember at this moment, which is ridiculous, but it's an Islands of Adventure. I was going to say, you're not talking about the Islands of Adventure, are you? No, but there's a land where Poseidon's Fury is at in Islands of of Adventure. Yeah, I can't think of it. Uh, Yeah, can't remember. That's crazy. Anyway, so um, that's a lot of people are thinking maybe they'll create something that looks like it has the mythical ruins and stuff like that. So, and it, it won't be really large at 600 room, but then again, it's also not really small because I've heard that I believe hard rock, which I haven't been into, but hard rock has about 600 rooms. So it's about common for, for most of their hotels. So I don't have a lot more on that other than the fact that, uh, of course they haven't started building. We haven't seen plans for it. So, um, yeah, as they get, uh, as they've just gotten Sapphire Falls, which we'll get to here in a minute, to uh, open, then uh, we already talked about it yet. So yeah. we're not getting back to it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I have fallen down a wormhole. Uh, anyway, uh, so, yeah, as more details come out about that, we'll be more than happy to bring it up and talk about it uh, forever. Uh, okay, last thing. Uh, there was an article that came out about the new um, uh, land. 475 acres that Universal purchased around the first of the year. And so the article basically talks about uh, could Universal build yet another park? It has been, let's see here, I think I want to say that they haven't built anything in seven, eight, or nine years. I, anyway, I don't want to read all the way through this, but it's been a little while since they built uh, a park for land. So uh, could they do that? Well, they've actually filed some permits for transportation, uh, and that transportation would link uh, all of their lands together up. I want to say it's up Universal Boulevard. Uh, let me look here. Could it be more than just one theme park, they're saying? The theme park development zone Universal has suggested is similar to what SeaWorld has encompassing its main park, the Aquatica Water Park and the Boutique Discovery Cove attraction. The 475 acres would meet plenty of land left over if Universal were to build one theme park. Experts have said Universal could be considering some more non-traditional developments such as surf pools and fall ski mountains. I've heard those. I can't see them building the surf pool with uh, Volcano uh, Bay being there now. But who knows? Uh, I know that they still have to work stuff with uh, Nintendo. And we've never heard anything solidly yet on if the Nintendo thing is going through. Now with the success of Pokemon Go, I'd imagine that they're thrilled that they uh, are in talks with Nintendo. And we did hear straight from somebody who worked at um, Calfish that uh, Nintendo people have been on property. Yeah. And so that seems to be in play. It just depends on when and what they're going to do with it. So now, uh, yeah, you're tr- you're right, though. With Pokemon Go taking off and doing so well, to just stuff it back in where the kids zone is at may not be enough area. And so they could find themselves being sorry that they didn't possibly build a bigger land somewhere else. So there are a lot of things that could happen with this. So I don't want to uh, go too far into this. I mean, Connor and I have had dreams of the, uh, well, this is going to be the next thing we go into a little bit, of the new Harry Potter stuff coming out, Fantastic Beasts. And 
the train looking like that that will actually take you through uh, the streets, over the streets, and into maybe a new themed area for Harry Potter. And then outside of that area, you would have the other areas of a new park. So that's just a thought. To elaborate on that, um, it's J.K. Rowling has announced a new American Wizarding School that could fit in. I don't know that it could fit in the current park that they have. So I think it would kind of have to be in the new park um, that they're building. And then uh, they just released, or she just released a new poster for it, I think just today or maybe a few days ago. And it actually shows um, the main character, Newt's Commander, next to a, a moving train that's going through the city of New York. And so I'm thinking maybe, because you said they uh, they applied for one of the permits was a uh, train, wasn't it? Another high rail, is that what you called it? Yeah, yeah, it's basically elevated train. Yeah. Yeah, like a subway like t- type train that you see that runs on the elevated platform above the ground. Yeah, so with them applying for that, that kind of makes me hopeful that they'll have, you know, maybe another train or, you know, train type of transportation that gets you to another part of the wizarding world. So that's a dream that we have. Oh, that's, so that is let's jump through this a little bit. What do you know about Fantastic Beasts? Uh, first of all, when will it release? It releases in November. Okay, and then tell me a little bit about what this is about. It's just basically about a guy who... Okay, so it came from a book. It was supposed to be a textbook, a Hogwarts textbook called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And what it was, it was just an alphabetic, uh, basically a dictionary of all of the magical beasts that um, are in Harry Potter and descriptions of them and you know a whole breakdown of what they are... Um, and so it's the adventures of the guy who found all of these animals and who wrote about them. His name is Newt Scamander. And so it's his adventures of like what happened, I guess, with him along his way of finding all these animals. And so he takes them, for some reason, into New York in a suitcase that he has. And somewhere along the lines, they get loose. And so it's him trying to gather them all back. And I think at some point, Somehow, the new American Wizarding School is going to play into it, but that I don't really know. That hasn't really been officially announced yet. Didn't they name, okay, the school? Weren't there, they've already named it. Ilvermorny. Like, yeah, the, yes. what is it? Ilvermorny. That's the name of the school, right? Yes. But then there are also the separate groups within them. Like, yeah, uh, there's uh, Horn Servant, Wampus, Thunderbird, and Puckwudgie. And so, and they're already, they've already released wand designs and stuff for these, correct? Um, no, they have light descriptions, I, I think, of a few of them that you can find on Pottermore, which is the site that J.K. Rowling publishes all of her official stuff on, all of her, like, official writings. Um, so there are a few descriptions, but no actual wands, I don't think, yet, that have been shown off. Okay. Uh, let me think here. What else was it I was going to go into? Uh, merchandise-wise, though, it's kind of going to be the same thing we think right now. Uh, and this movie, I'm sure, is going to do pretty well. Uh, are they expected to make more than one of these? Um, it's I've already been confirmed that it's going to be a trilogy of films. Um, but what that means isn't really certain. If it's going to be a Fantastic Beasts trilogy, maybe they could do all three of the Hogwarts Library books because there was uh, Fantastic Beasts. There was one called Quidditch Through the Ages that was just a history of Quidditch. And then there was one of Tales of Beetle the Bard, um, which... It's just like uh, basically it's fairy tales or yeah, fairy tales, I guess, or fables um, from the wizarding world. So 
it could be that they're making a trilogy for those films, or it could be a um, trilogy of Fantastic Beasts films, or there is rumor out there that there is going to be a uh, movie now for Cursed Child, which is a play that J.K. Rowling has been doing in London right now. And Warner Brothers and J.K. Rowling have both filed a trademark for a for film rights to it. And there's been some talks of, uh, I think, Emma Watson let slip that she may be uh, doing another Harry Potter film. And then just recently, Daniel Radcliffe said that he would be open to doing a, a movie where he appears as an older Harry Potter, which would make sense with Cursed, Cursed Child because it's supposed to take place after. So there's all, all kinds of events. activity in the Potter universe, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I would love to hear from anybody who would love to, even with the two Potter parks that are already there, anybody, would you love to see another Potter park? Uh, maybe even branching into another direction and not just using more of the current material that we have and expanding that, but actually starting to look at expanding into the new stories. Uh, I just am curious if anybody out there is interested or if uh, if a lot of people feel like it's run its course and and they're just kind of done with it. So I I expect I expect that people would still want to see a third one, uh, or you know, or more more park stuff related to the new stories. But I don't know. Sometimes you know, sometimes I can be wrong about this stuff. So I'd really like to hear from people. So you can send us an email on it podcast at these amazing places. You can also go to universalsdoor.com and there's a contact page. You can send us stuff through there. Next. Getting through that, uh, I did bring it up earlier, and that is about the um, uh, the Harry Potter celebration. This information for that should be released last year. They released it in August, correct? Yeah, they released Connor? it on August 19th last year, so I'm going yeah. to just speculate and say it's probably going to come out around the same time. Around the same time. So uh, we are going to shoot for trying to be at this. So once we uh, have stuff booked and we're ready to roll, uh, we'll let you know whether we're going to be there and when. And we'll also talk about the dates and everything else of when it's going on. Kind of excited to hear uh, about the latest Harry Potter celebration coming out. And there could be a lot of new stuff in it this year, being that the new movie will release in November. So I expect it. I expect stuff to be there. Do you think or not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I expect at least probably maybe some new merchandise could appear because uh, they do specialized merchandise during Harry Potter celebration. Um, and so given that it doesn't really fit in the current parks because it's going to be the American Wizarding World, I don't know that it's going to be permanent merchandise at the moment, but I think that you could see it appear as special merchandise for Celebration. You could also see the appearances of some of the actors. That's I what think. I'm thinking, because if there's any better time to get them, it's when this thing is fresh and new and they're all just new to the scene. Hence the reason why you don't see Daniel Radcliffe and the rest of them at it now, you know. Uh, Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe there because because they're like well down the road now from it and huge like megastars or whatever you might want to call it now and so therefore it's much more difficult to get them to show up to something like this. Rupert Grant was actually just at it. He yeah. played Ron. What, was Radcliffe at the first one? I heard that he was. Yeah, he was. Um, okay, I don't know that he was at the he first was when celebration. It first opened. He was there for the opening. Oh. Right, and so yeah, and so obviously now. It's very difficult to get those people there. So, um, yeah, I think if there's any ever a time to get them, this is going to be the time. Yeah, I would agree with that because there's a ton happening right now as okay. far as the Harry Potter universe goes. So, yeah, we're going to be there in September. 
uh, in Sapphire Falls. I will try to periscope from the hotel. I don't know how much I'll periscope from the parks. We'll see. Uh, we're going to do a lot of filming, though, and a lot of other stuff. Do a lot of food reviews. I'm working on something right now that will just be food reviews. Uh, and you'll see those videos come up on our YouTube channel. Uh, there will just be short food, food reviews coming from different places within the park. So we're going to try to hit a lot of places, try a lot of uh, things in a lot of different locations this time, and uh, let you know what they're like. All right, Connor, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, I'm going to try to get more stuff out to you sooner. Uh, you're probably going to see stuff coming from us while I'm in the parks, but, uh, of course, it is only July 17th right now, so I'd like to have at least one, maybe two more Universal shows out before, uh, before we leave in September. So, all right, until then, we will uh, catch up with you next time. Bye.